Hello, welcome back to another episode of Elijah Lippert's Sports Podcast. I'm thinking about changing the name of this one um, with defensive backs coach Mike Suela to Down on the Gridiron with Mike Suela. Um, if anybody has any thoughts on that, you can private message me, um, but I'm thinking I might change it to that. But anyway, I'm going to get Mike on to talk about their win in the first round of state against Pipestone, as well as their upcoming game on Friday morning against West Central Area Ashby. So I'll get Mike on and we'll talk some more Maple River football. Going this morning? Doing well, thanks. Thanks for coming on as always again. Glad we get to talk at least one more week. So exciting stuff. So um, just starting off, um, I know against Pipestone, you guys got down early. Um, I think it was 14-0 before you guys went on a nice run again. I think it was something like 34 unanswered points, if I remember right. Before Or 39, okay. I originally thought it was 39, and then someplace online had the final as 34-14, but thanks for that correction. So, um, and then I they scored again late, but it was already out of hand. So, um, what kind of went in again to, after getting down, uh, going on such a run and, you know, winning pretty soundly once again? Um, offensive line took over. Uh, they, they took over, and uh, we had our backup running back in, Tim Buckholz, because Simon went down with an injury in the first quarter. So we had both Simon go down and we were down fourteen nothing and you know, one time that the boys hang their heads, they just kept on battling and, and uh we got we we scored at the start of the second quarter, um, with Tim Buckles with a two yard touchdown run. Um and then uh Aiden Fillier, I think I don't remember how it all went down, but uh, I think they punted and we drove it all the way down. Eight to the scored his first touchdown of the season, a 10-yard run on a counter. Um, and then uh, right before minute 40 left before halftime, Mason Frank had a pick six, a nice one-handed grab on, the, on our sideline and went down for a uh, – how far was that? That was uh, – uh, I don't say yardage, but I'm going to say 35-40 yards. And that was the score going to halftime, 18-14. Um, we changed our defense a little bit, and uh, right after they scored a second time, we kind of went to a uh, hybrid dime package with Bowden now. Bowden comes in on dime, and we had to leave Craig in because they still could run because they had a lead. So we had to turn it to a hybrid and explain to the kids on the sidelines what we are going to do. And, they they bought into it and, and it worked and and uh, I'm gonna I want to also add in these kids are super smart and we have the actually the gold winner of 3.6 GPA for our whole team. That's we, awesome. We got the we got the smartest team in the state of Minnesota on AA. That's awesome. Yeah, that's hats so, off to them for that. That's awesome. Yeah, so I mean you can change things on the fly. You know, explain it to them, draw it up a little bit. And can you explain just a little bit uh, for people that may not know just a little bit more on what you mean by a, a hybrid dime package? Can you explain that just a little bit? So we dime package, we bring in a couple extra backs because we couldn't afford to let them get behind us anymore. Um, we needed two more guys over the top. So we we kind of go man on the underneath with two 
Okay. Their front five was unbelievable. They they stopped the run on their own. And once they stopped the run on their own, it was just just stay stay in passing defense. Awesome. And we'll get to stats some stats here in a minute, but really quick, just uh piggyback off that a little bit. Um, what does it do for, you know, a team's confidence and like you said, not hanging their head when they proved, you know, they got down early, they can come back, um, you know, and then the game against Blooming Prairie, you guys were up in that game and Blooming Prairie got in the, back in it a little bit and then you guys went on a run in that game too. So what does that do for, you know, kind of the overall confidence of the team knowing they can go on a run at any point whether they're losing or whether they are winning and then the team gets back in it yeah i mean their confidence is, is sky high but under control you know they, their grit and determination is, is the key factors they just have the will to win and i mean this, these kids are just special and just just keep on grinding they just keep on grinding and they lean on each other and someone's always there to pick them up so for sure. So, uh, can you give us some stats here, quick, before I get into a few more questions? Um, we had just shy of 400 total yards. We had uh, 296 rushing yards and uh, 97 receiving yards. Um, Landon Fox was seven of 12 with one touchdown, and Aidenson Lear caught a beautiful ball. Let's see when one was that. That was in the third quarter, I believe. Five minutes ago in the third quarter, Aiden Similar was kind of double covered and jumped up and got it. So he got his first two touchdowns of the season. And uh, Mason Frank had a couple of nice ones down the, down the seams. So Lando was pretty effective. So, you know, not throwing a lot, but 7 of 12. Got some first downs out of it. Rushing wise, then Buckholtz came in, ran 28 times for 215 yards and three touchdowns. Aiden Similar had three rushes for 37 yards and a touchdown. Mason Shimmer running a sweep, had six rushes for 33 yards. Will Trio came in and gave Tim Buckholtz a breather, had three rushes for 19, and Bowden was four for eight before he, he got injured. Um, Receiving-wise, Mason Frank, four receptions, 71 yards. Aiden Sinler had two catches for 23 yards and a score, and Mason Shimmer had one catch for three yards. Um, Defensive-wise, Tobias Conover, uh, let us in tackles, six tackles. He, he played awesome on the D-line. I mean, they all play great, but Tobias, he's, he's been working a lot more in since the Brewers team, um, and uh, he's doing a good job for us. So Ethan, or I'm sorry, Tobias had six tackles. Ethan Evanson had four. Tim Buckholtz had three, and they just worked their way down. We had four picks. Tim Buckholtz had, had a pick as a linebacker. Ethan Emmonson had a pick on their first drive. Uh, Ethan Fisher tipped it up in the air, and Ethan McGregor got it. Um, and obviously, Mason Frank, that I already talked about, had a pick, and Dylan Doyen had another pick. So we picked off their quarterback four times, and we had five turnovers total. All right. And then, because uh, I think you mentioned both of them, so just to clarify, who had one of the other picks? Was it Ethan McGregor or Ethan Evanson? Ethan McGregor. Okay. Got it. All right. Um, yeah, that's uh, – and then uh, what can you – you mentioned his injury. Do you guys have any update on Bowden Simon, what the injury was or how he's doing or 
Um, it's in his knee. It's like maybe a sprained knee. Um, he, he was walking around pretty good yesterday in practice. I mean, it's nothing. It's not major. Okay. So he doesn't doesn't have like an MCL or ACL type thing, but he's got a little knee injury, and, and we'll see how it progresses during the week. Okay. Yep. So it's possible he'd still play, but it just depends how the rest of the week goes. Yep. All right. Wait and see how he see how he can handle his, if he, if he has a brace on, and see how he can handle cutting and running, and and uh, we'll see what happens. All right. All right. And then what can you? Uh, Tell us previewing the next game a little bit about uh, West Central area Ashby. Yep. Um, one more thing about Pipestone. That was a good team. That 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 team was eleven and zero. Their quarterback was unbelievable. He was he was the best quarterback we've seen all day, all year I should say. And the receivers, so hats off the Pipestone. They they fought hard. They're for having a four hour bus ride to that to that football game. That was a good team, and then that junior, he's only a junior, that quarterback, so hopefully we don't have to see him next year. Um, going forward, we play WCAA. It's West Central Area Ashby. They're up by uh, First Falls, Alexander area. Um, they are, let's see, their record right now is 10-1. and uh, they, they beat Willow, most like Willow Creek, Willow River, in uh, quarters. 14-6, so their defense is pretty stout. Um, Boost Lake was scoring 45 points a game. So their their defense is stout. Um, they like running the ball. Like how most Northern teams do, they, they run the ball. Um, but they got a quarterback in throw. They got, they got number 10 and number 3. They're, they're good uh, good receivers. 10 is a tight end. Kind of runs a seam route, kind of like uh, Mason does. Three just goes gets the ball. They just lob it up to him, and he he comes down with it most of the time. Uh, they got a tough running back, 25, 11 is another good running back, and uh, they got some decent linemen. So it, it should be a good game. And I know you said they have a stout defense. What's kind of uh, their base package that they like to run? They they run a five three, with kind of like a uh, we call it a three deep. Okay. Uh, zone on, on passing wise and then in, in passing situations they'll kind of bring in a nickel defense type thing and they'll take two, two of their linemen out and bring in bring in some D-backs there um, but they, they like they like stopping the run I mean I think that's what they're going to do is obviously you know we ran, ran for 340 yards rushing the last couple of games so they're going to come in there and probably play that 5-3 and stop try to stop our run and I know you said they're run heavy team, but you know different teams have different packages they run out of. Is there a kind of one formation they use a lot, or do they mix it up? Different packages they run out of. They they have about eleven different formations. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. The, the main one is kind of like their, their wing, their wing formation where they got one running back right behind the quarterback, and then the two wings on top of the tight end and tackle, and one up wide out. Um, that's probably their favorite. And then they'll kind of go to a pro set. And when it's passing down, they'll go to an empty. They'll go three receivers one side, two receivers the other side, and, and uh, pick up, throw the ball around. So I think the bread and butter is run. we got to stop the run, and then we'll figure out the pass. Right. All right. And then uh, just a few fan-related questions here. Um, is there – 
is there a fan bus or anything? And if so, uh, is there a way people can sign up to ride the bus up if there is a fan bus? I, I believe so. Um, there was one that went up to Hastings, and I believe, that, and I know there is another one getting signed up, and if it gets filled up, they'll, they'll add another. You okay. Know, um, last time, it was, it was $20 to go up, and they needed at least 20 fans. Okay. Because I looked it up a little bit, I think that's like sixteen dollars per adult or something. But you, yeah. but that works for. I mean, if you wanted to watch the other games that day too, it looked like it works for the whole day from all what day. I could as tell. Long as you, so as long as you stay in the inside. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it's a lot different than you're used to, but it's just something that you have to get accustomed to when you go to state, I guess. Oh, it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and who are the, remind me and the listeners, who are the other two teams left in it again? Um, Chatfield. Chatfield down in the southeast corner in Barnesville, which is up north. Okay. They play Thursday at 2 o'clock. Okay, so they're the day before. Okay. And uh, do you guys know when the if you guys make it when the championship would be? Um, yeah, I believe it's two o'clock on Friday. Okay. After Thanksgiving. All right. All right. Well, that's all the questions I had. Again, um, you have anything else you want to add before I let you go, Mike? Yeah, it did. I uh, I did pay for that, and we were with some friends, so I had it on in the background for a while, but then, you know, just listening while still having conversation, and then at certain times when they were putting their kids down or whatever, then I was able to watch more, but some. Yep, it's an exciting time for our kids and our coaches and our community, so um, cheer us on and hopefully play again. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks as always, Mike, and hopefully we get to talk again next week. All right, sounds good. All right, thanks. All right, thanks again for listening to Elijah Lippert Sports Podcast or Down on the Gridiron with Mike Suela. Thanks as always for listening, and good luck, Eagles. Go get them in the semifinals. Go Maple River.